Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. there. Hi, Christian. Hi. Okay, (laughs) I'm laughing because we are sitting down to record this and we have one, two, three, four. Okay, less than I thought, but we have a lot of beverages. Yes, we do. And it's a little obnoxious. We've got some... Got the mix. It's fine. Christian likes bubbly. What it flavors? Cherry, is that? guys. I was just telling Samantha this is my new fave thing. I am very into the bubbly, sparkling water, cherry flavor, which I don't even like cherry, but I love cherry coke, and it's my new fave thing because literally it has no calories and it pretty much tastes like a cherry coke. Mm. So yeah, I'm not into that. I like mm, my Lacroix. So and have you had Zevia, the like fake soda? Yeah, that's weird. You don't to like me. it? Yeah, oh, isn't it like? soda with stevia yeah is that supposed to be what it is i think so i don't really know i don't know i'm also drinking hot water with lemon i have my giant large chick-fil-a water cup that i've had since approximately 10 a.m have you refilled that many times okay many times i was gonna be concerned if that's all the water you drink since 10 a.m you should know me better than that. well that's why i was like oh my gosh samantha something is wrong with you today just yeah yeah okay well i didn't hit my water goal get it Okay, well, what are we talking tonight about, Christian? Goal setting, guys. Okay, so just to be clear here, it is late at night and we're recording this podcast and I love goal setting and honestly, talking about this podcast gets me on like a mental high where Samantha is like, um, I'm so tired. I'm having to really bat my eyes to kind of just like stay in it, you know? Guys, but it's so good. Okay, so here, I'll start us off. Okay. So goal setting, why we wanted to talk about this. We feel like it's so confusing. What does goal setting look like? What does productivity look like from when you move from a time in life where you're maybe in school, if you're even just like in high school or you went to a trade school or you're in college or you got your first job in your training, all of those areas of your life tell you how to set goals. They demand that you set goals. And they're pretty much like served you on a silver platter of saying like, yeah, you have to study for this test at this time. You have to get this grade at this semester. So goal setting is really easy. And then you get into life and you're like, okay, so now I'm an, I'm an employee. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm still figuring out my life and maybe where I want to be working or what I want to be doing. And so goal setting looks really different. So for my personality, I love goal setting. I like do it all the time. I think it's really fun. I'm a what does person that look who, like for you? Like when you say you do it all the time, do you sit down and like write out these are the goals I have for this month, this year? Like, tell me. Yes, I do. I really, I do write out goals because I really like them. I write them out on my bathroom mirror, like on a piece of paper. Put like them on we- my bathroom mirror. Like, are they weekly goals? No, they're like bigger goals. Okay. They're like they're going to take me some time, or I have maybe just like a dream of I have a wedding business on the side, a wedding planning business. So like they're goals for that, or gotcha. my job, or they're more like dreams that I set goals for. So okay. it's like a bigger dream and here's what I need to do to like chip away at that dream, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm someone who's like constantly goal setting, but that can also have its downfalls. Mm -hmm. Well, what about you, Samantha? Where are you at? So yeah, we didn't really talk about this before, but I think we're both, so you're not to bring the Enneagram into so much of our lives, but you're a three and I'm a one. So a lot of that is like comes out in similar ways where I 
am always striving for like perfection and for things to be in perfect order. And so my goals completely different. I definitely have long-term goals and dreams. That's something I like to reflect on maybe like a once a year kind of thing and then think they're like, well, how am I living my life on a daily basis? It's going to get me there. But for me, I, I mean, honestly, if someone saw the inside of my notes on my phone pretty much every night, is this going to make me sound crazy? No, it's going to be good. I go through and I list out like every little thing I have to do the next day. Maybe this is a major one. I do that same thing. thing. You do too? Okay. That makes me feel better. But to the point, like sometimes it's like you just put the thing on the list so you can check it off. Like it'll be like, grab Emerson's lunch. Like really bad. (laughs) Okay. Mine's not that. But that is how I kind of have to be able to conquer my day. And I'm just more set of like, okay, I'm going to try to achieve or I'll say for the week, like I need to achieve these five things. And they could be like, I really want to get time with this person or it could be more practical. Like I need to go buy this friend a baby gift and like make sure and get that done. Mm -hmm. But I definitely don't do what you were talking about where I have those like where I'm looking at them all the time. So I think we could like take some from each other maybe. Yeah. Well, I do think it's good. We wanted to talk about goal setting in this time of life too, because I think it can be really confusing because this is the time of life. All of us are maybe chasing something new, chasing something different. We're like thrown into this new identity of, yeah, I'm not a student anymore. I'm an employee or whatever you may be. And so it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to chase like all the things. And I think that's where I am super passionate about this topic because I have been that person where like you write down things you need to do the next day on your notes. I simply write that down because I will try to accomplish way too many things and never get them done. So goal setting for me is even partially just like keeping me in line a little bit and not making me like chase every little thing to then ultimately get burnt out because that is the story of the past probably five years of my life. Yeah. And where I think that I could grow, or maybe you're someone that does kind of hear this, think like, you know, I should push myself a little more. And I was kind of thinking, well, maybe why don't I make those goals as much? And you kind of have to dig deep. Is it because I am such a perfectionist that I don't even want to like go there? Because if I'm not going to be able to do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it all. Is it because I have this fear of failure? Is it because I have a fear of what other people think about me? Maybe you're someone that you do need to kind of put some goals into your life and really live into the full potential of who you're created to be. Maybe you have talents or qualities that are almost going to waste because you're afraid to set goals and dream big and kind of push yourself, even if you don't meet it perfectly, to like work towards something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even as we record this, we're coming up on the new year. And obviously, some people think New Year's resolutions are really cheesy. We all have our opinions. Let's be real on New Year's resolutions. But I do think it is a really cool thing. There is something neat about a new year just new opportunities, maybe new perspectives. You can reflect on everything that's been accomplished and you've done and what's happened the last year, but also move into a new year with like new goals of who do you want to be at this time next year. And so I think that's the cool way maybe that we can look at it. Obviously, as Christians, I think it's an awesome opportunity for us to look into like what have we seen God do this year? How have we seen him work? How have we seen him answer prayers of ours? Or how have we seen him unexpectedly answer something that we were not thinking or praying or imagining that way, but he made something really cool happen. And then we can obviously look forward to that in the future and plan for that way too. So I think it's also a very cool thing that we get to do 
annually. Yeah, anyways. that's true. I kind of do it. I'm kind of one of those. It's like, oh, New Year's resolutions. But I do. I told you earlier, we were just talking about something and I told you I'd been reflecting on a study that I had been doing this year. And it is kind of cool to look back and reflection has been big on my mind in the last few months anyways, because as we read the Bible, we're kind of seeing how God really does command us to reflect. And I think when we reflect, it automatically makes us look to the future and think, well, okay, well, what's to come from here? Mm -hmm. So some way, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, a way that Justin and I do that together is every year on our anniversary, we look at, okay, what things have been going well in our marriage? What kind of habits have we maybe picked up that aren't really healthy? We kind of do this pattern my mother-in-law taught this, but I know a lot of people do this where it's a 5, 10, and a 15-year, or maybe we do 20 goals. And we kind of look at like really practical things, sometimes down to like material-wise, like, okay, this, this, and this, we want to be in line, or family goals, whatever it is. And then we kind of break it down to, okay, well, if these are our goals for 20 years from now, are we actually living in a way that would propel us to reach that? And so that's kind of, I guess, the one way that I do that. No, and I think that's huge. Like, I think that's a really cool thing because I do, again, as we live in just the time of our 20s, it can feel overwhelming. We want to chase like 12 different things at one time. But I think right there you're saying, no, we're going to like pick goals, really big goals, but say to get to that, am I living a way that's going to get us there? If that's even like a financial goal, Mm -hmm. am I budgeting right now this month for the house that I want to own in five years? Well, you could answer that probably tangibly, which is a really cool thing. And I think that's like really neat. I think you said something really cool there. I've been doing an Advent study and we're talking about they're showing us like Old Testament prophecies to a New Testament fulfillment of that prophecy. And I really do think that's why, again, I think, I don't know, I love goal setting because I think it's an opportunity. I think God wants us to be looking back of how things were to then look forward to things that he has promised. And I think as we were made in his image, we are constantly looking for making the world a better place or like making ourselves a better version of ourselves. And so I think that's a cool thing that goals can do, that it makes us reflect on what was and see what currently is and then project to something that's maybe even better. And so I don't know. I just think it's like a really cool thing. Okay, where I'm going to flip it and it can become an issue. And I think you've like alluded to this because it maybe has been a struggle in your past. But I think what I try to be careful about is our culture really just screams this like do more be better become your best version are you not working on yourself right now like who even are you kind of thing and I think that's where it can be dangerous because it forces us to feel like we aren't doing enough we're comparing to other people that maybe seem more productive whether that's them being further along in a business where you're just starting out or maybe that's even in their like walk with god you don't feel like you're doing enough or being enough or being you know as productive as a mom you're not doing all the things and so again like with everything there's just never going to be this perfect balance but i think again if we're just like seeking to do it well i think that's going to align in some ways. You might have some times where it's easier than others, but I don't know. What's your personal experience when you were saying like, okay, I really did fall into that. What did that then breed in your life? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it bred like a ton of anxiety and just feeling like super overwhelmed. It ultimately brought me to just feeling like really run down and I needed to step back and say like, okay, again, what are my priorities? 
what is the kind of person I want to be? What's the type of wife I want to be? What's the type of friend I want to be? And am I ultimately setting goals, you know, quote unquote, or making moves and like acting every day towards those goals? And so I think it was really eye opening for me. Because again, like I probably succeed a lot in this. I live up to the world standards probably really well, but oftentimes I'm hurting the people closest to me by trying to like achieve all of these things all the time. And so I think that's what the cool thing about goal setting can be is kind of like take me back down and really allow myself to actually set some realistic goals that are healthy for me, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so, yeah, it really like achieves all of that for me. Okay, I just thought of something I did a few years ago. You know about this, but I guess it kind of falls under goal setting and productivity. But when my daughter was just born and she was a newborn, I was very used to just going nonstop. And within like two months of being home, I felt like I was dragging this newborn. I was kind of the one that was like, I'll take this two-month-old anywhere. Like she sat in coffee shops and Panera all the time, like meeting with friends. And I was feeling so just exhausted because then I was finding myself getting frustrated if she wasn't like working with my plan of like, go, go, go. And so I kind of did this inventory of my life and made a list of things that were important to me. And those were going to be my yeses. And anything else that came along that year, and I really did stick to this, it could have been a really good thing, but if it wasn't on that priority list that I had made, it was very realistic, then I said no to it. Mm-hmm. And obviously I didn't make that up. I had heard about that somewhere, but it really kind of was freeing because it almost like gives you this excuse. I guess my personality is more bent to that. I needed that excuse to be like, well, you're not going to do it all and you're not going to do it all perfectly. So like pick a few things that actually mean a lot to you, that actually give life to you, that you feel that God has actually called you to and do those things really well. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's so good because again, I think that's the point of goal setting. I think the point is to say, this is my goal. This is what I feel like the Lord's calling me to. This is where I want to be spending my time. So how am I going to get there? And am I reflecting that now? I feel like we keep saying the same thing in that. One of the things my husband and I will do, we've done it, I think we've revised it like three times, but we wrote like a mission statement for our marriage or for our family, really. So it's like the new and swanner family mission, which sounds so cheesy. I realize. I don't think I can get Justin to do this. Yeah, I realize. But it was ultimately one of those things. Again, it works really well for me because I found really me. I was probably dragging my husband along on these commitments, but I was committing to all of this different stuff all of the time because I wanted to be involved in all these things. And ultimately it drug us to just like not being able to connect. We weren't having fun. I mean, just all the bad things. And so I said, like, I want to write this mission statement because I want to know what's important to us. Where do we want? What do we feel like the Lord's calling us to? And again, are we doing things that like bring us to that? And it was really cool. So like Andrew would be the one to say like, Christian, I think you're like spreading yourself too thin here. Or I think you're trying to do too much. Or like, no, I really see you excelling at this because I can see how passionate you are about it. And so I think goals are a cool way that you can either encourage people in your life to really pursue and kind of champion alongside them and what they're pursuing. But there are also ways that you can say like, hey, maybe you need to step back. And so I think sharing your goals with someone is really important too. Just someone who obviously you have a lot of confidence in and that they can really speak into your life to kind of hold you accountable to those things and really just like running in that path and in that lane. I love that. Well, I hope that this has helped some of you that feel like you're over goal setters and can tend to lean into the overdoing, overproducing kind of in life, but feeling burnt out. Or some of you maybe that can feel a little bit encouraged 
we are coming into a new year and to pick up and make some big goals for yourself, like push yourself to do something that maybe feels weird or uncomfortable for you. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Bye.